0: You're listening to the Outer Hours Podcast, where we discuss life outside the 9 to 5. My name is Dylan, joined by my co-host Matt. If you enjoy our content, please feel free to follow us over at Twitter at Outer Hours and Instagram at Outer.Hours. Matt, how you been, man? I uh, I feel bad that I kind of bailed on you for the past, like, two weeks.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't, I don't I don't, mind you uh, deleting uh, recordings of podcasts that may have been our best one yet. So.
0: Okay, I don't know if I appreciate the blame that's being placed on me for this. It's not like I deleted the recordings. My entire computer decided that it was just done with my bullshit and was like, you've watched enough porn, You're, we're shutting this down.
1: And I'm like, I'm done with your bullshit, I'm out of here.
0: Well, so I'm taking it down to Champagne um, to try and get it fixed. So hopefully we're able to get that accomplished. But if not, I do have the the MacBook Pro now, which based off the little bit that I've done for like editing on it, puts to shame my desktop that I had for what Adobe stuff. For what am I using for what?
1: Uh, the editing.
0: I have the Adobe Creative Suite. So I have like uh, Audition... Photoshop, Premiere, pretty much everything that Adobe has to offer. I am uh, lucky enough to have it for free due to a mutual friend of ours uh, currently at college is letting me use their uh, license for it. So it makes it really nice and convenient. Don't tell the feds. I'm not naming names. King Kong so, ain't got nothing on me.
1: <laughs> what specs did you get on the, the uh, laptop?
0: Yeah, so I got the M1 chip, which is the, like, in-house Apple one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's got 8 gigs of RAM, which is fine because the heavy thing I'm going to throw at it is just the editing stuff. Uh, And a 512 SSD. Uh, Then I have a terabyte SSD uh, through Thunderbolt 3. So it's got, like, ridiculously fast transfer speeds. Sorry, it's a terabyte NVMe um, connected via Thunderbolt. Uh, that's uh, on its way for me tomorrow.
1: Does it have a GPU? No. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's integrated graphics. But I did some benchmarks through a program called DaVinci Resolve. Yeah. Uh, I like, a, yeah, you're familiar with the free editing software. Well, they have a benchmark mm-hmm. thing on it. Um, I could edit up to, it was like 4K, like 50. I'll say 4K 30 confidently. Um, I could edit videos at the speed at which it would take to process that. I don't know. Um, but I'd have no problem doing like 1080p, 60, 2K, 60, whatnot. So it's more than enough for what I'll use it for. I'm not gaming on it. so.
1: Yeah, you can play League of Legends though if you want to. I Maybe think I'd
0: rather out. not have my hands than play League of Legends.
1: Oh. What about Minecraft.
0: There's a, there's a higher possibility of me playing that. Um, I do have the license for it. I think that's universal between Windows and, and Mac, right? I think so. Okay, I'm if
1: not it, 100% sure.
0: If it is, then I have it. If it's not, then I'm not gonna reacquire it.
1: But- Dude, Minecraft's been wild lately. I don't. We don't need to get into it too much, but they uh they released like some some new blocks. They released copper, and uh, you can build like lightning rods and the copper oxidizes and shit, dude, I'm a little excited.
0: But that game has always been, like, real deep into that sort of stuff, because, correct me if I'm mistaken, but, like, ten years ago, people were straight up, like, wiring things with the items in that game and having, like, calculators run in Minecraft. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous, dude.
1: Yeah. It's just recently, like, the last two, maybe three, two years they've really started to put more development into it to make it feel like a newer game I mean I right? can't really figure out features.
0: how to play fucking chess and there are people out here building calculators in a game what it's pretty cool right it's impressive but it's like intimidating uh,
1: yeah but i that's what I like about Minecraft is like that that real deep stuff you know
0: i like the idea of the deep stuff in the game but then i'll start to play it and realize like a i don't have the time to commit to try and learn this information to like take advantage of everything that i can do and b if i'm playing a game i'd rather just like sit back relax and like do dumb shit like that's why i like grand theft auto so much because i can just turn it on and go for a drive in the city and beat up hookers you know I just not have to think about something or if it doesn't work out I'm not going to get frustrated cuz I've spent 6 hours trying to make a calculator and I one of the pieces is put in wrong and I don't know which one.
1: One of the most sadistic th- things you can do in gaming is uh you can hop in a car in GTA and go downtown when it's super busy and play the game of how many pedestrians can I hit in a row? It's like bowling pins but like people. It's pretty cool.
0: You see a therapist?
1: Uh working on it.
0: Yeah, I'd probably get on that pretty quick if that's what you do
1: in GTA. No, no, I watched uh, I watched a streamer do it. So you didn't actually
0: firsthand partake in it. Instead, you were just a witness to the atrocities of virtual murder. That's my story, and I'm
1: sticking to it.
0: If you think Your about Honor. it, man, it is wild how like ultra violent games are like i'm all for it i think it makes things more enjoyable but it's dude it's fucking crazy man you look at games like was it manhunt a long time ago i don't you might be too young to remember that but it was a game on gamecube that got like it might have been nc17 no that's the movie rating um what's the equivalent it it may have been ao um it wasn't like gamecube too back in the day nintendo uh this thing was just dude it was fucking wild I strongly recommend you watch I like go a video review on that.
1: I bet. I might.
0: But yeah, so now with the, the two weeks of my computer not working, conveniently yeah. when I left one job to go <laughs> to another, so I have this time off, uh, I don't necessarily miss playing my games as much as I thought that I would. And my girlfriend had pointed that out, how she was like you, like, you haven't really been playing your games that often. It's just crazy. Cause like, I've gone through these spurts before Yeah. Um, where I'll take six months and just be like, I don't feel like playing anything. And then for a year, I'm like addicted to it. Um, it's just crazy how, how much like your attitude can change across something so frequently. Like it's clockwork for me. Two years I'm into it, then six months I'm off. <laughs> I don't get
1: it. I, it's it's a healthy thing though. I I feel that too. It happens to me. Um, it, right now it's happening to me not not just because of work and stuff, but uh, uh, I found this this crypto miner that um, makes me money, and so it's really really easy for me to just leave my computer doing the crypto thing. And uh,
0: your tower, uh, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, for now, I don't know. I'll put it on everything. Might put it on my work laptop. Don't tell my. Don't tell my boss. Don't
0: tell your boss. Yeah, don't worry. Your secret's safe with me because A, I don't know the name of the company where you work. B, I don't know Perfect. your boss's name. So
1: great. Well, I did tell it to you earlier. But don't uh, worry about it. <laughs> my ability
0: to retain information when you talk to me is lackluster. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Like the only reason. I remember that Tiesto song that you would always play to me is because I hated it. And for like a year, every single time you would join a party chat, I'd have to hear that. I like it better when we're wasted.
1: Yeah, dude, that was the best song ever. I mean, it's I grown on it.
0: me tremendously. But now I'm just like nostalgic for not liking it. I like it because I used to not like it and I missed the feeling of not liking it. So I listened to it to get that feeling back. It doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: See for me, it reminds me of being drunk in a freshman dorm, uh, and then at two in the morning, playing Call of Duty: Black Ops Three, and uh, joining the PlayStation party chat with that blaring while well, I'm hammered. As times,
0: I do remember times. that. Did you go to city or did you go to college in a big city or like a smaller
1: city? Um, I don't know. Cincinnati's a pretty big city. I feel like Cincinnati's a, a, a big city. It's a large
0: What's the population town? of Cincinnati?
1: Cincinnati proper is like 800,000, but like the the like the metro area is about like 1.3 to 2 million. Dog is a giant way city.
0: It. What the fuck do you mean?
1: I don't know. It's not, it's no Chicago. Well,
0: right? okay, fair. Where I live, our greater metropolitan area is about 800,000, and I think that's giant. Um, okay. The the reason why I ask is because I am currently we're currently like looking at houses and stuff. Yeah. And we are torn between the idea of living in the larger city and having everything available to us, mm-hmm. or living in like the the suburbs or like a smaller town, and things mm. that come with that. And it's like a pros and cons for us right now. So like with the big city, we like having everything close to us. Um, you know, within walking range or a very short drive if needed for pretty much everything that we like. Um, the problem with where we live is that the crime rate is just getting worse and worse. So, yeah. and it's, like, it's already, like, the city where I live is already just incredibly bad. Uh, okay. And the, not where I live, it's it's getting worse, like, in the area that I live. Um, like, where I having. Cars are being stolen left and right. Uh, people are getting shot a lot. in like the the metro area where I live. Um, So we're, you know, like weighing, staying somewhere where we have all the conveniences of everything we want around us. But being well aware that there's a strong chance things are probably just going to get worse. Yeah. Or moving out somewhere where it's smaller and quieter which is great because then we don't hear you know, Honda Civic with their fart cannons doing <laughs> 80 down the street that we live at at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, it's a safer area, but there's nothing near us. So if we wanted to go to a store, we have to drive. If we wanted to go get food, we'd have to drive. We would lose the convenience of having everything around us. And I just wanted like your input on that. Would you stay in the big city having everything around you, but knowing that like the crime rate's going up?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or would you sacrifice having the convenience of everything around you and being around a lot of people to move somewhere small, but then not have any of that stuff around you?
1: Yeah. I mean, in my personal experience, I've lived pretty much in every type of place, right? I've right. lived in like some of the best suburbs in the U.S., honestly. One of the best up in Minnesota is where I lived. It was fantastic. I've also lived in a very small town, um, basically on a farm. Um, and then when I went to college, I lived on the edge of the inner city, right? Homeless people on every corner. Right. Um, very high crime rate. Is that gunshots or fireworks? Why are there either of them? Oh, it's my you favorite know? game to play every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like I've lived in all of them. And right now I live on the edge of – I live on like a, like a far suburb, like an almost rural suburb. Okay. This is, where my, this is where my current place is. I'll say this. I'm trying to move closer to downtown. I'm trying to move closer to the crime. Not because of the crime, but I am trying to move that direction. <laughs> I want to embrace that life. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm also trying to – the places that i'm looking are the gentrified suburbs and uh the the white color suburbs okay but i'm trying to stay you know ride that line really hard of like uh being close enough to downtown that there's always something for me to do right right so like right now my social life besides like gaming with the boys or um, hanging out with my girlfriend is going to bars and going to restaurants in like our downtown area or like the surrounding neighborhoods around our downtown, the brewery district, if you will. Okay. Uh, Basically all of the city where I live is a brewery. Well, yes, (laughs) that's true. Me too. But, but my, my thought process is, okay, what's the, what's the equation where I can get, uh I can save enough money by being farther away from from downtown, but also be a close enough Uber that it doesn't cost too much for me to get down there and back when I'm drunk.
0: That's a valid point because I think our biggest thing is is right now we can essentially eliminate our need to use the vehicle to do pretty much anything. Yeah, um, the only time we really need to hop in the car is if we're going to uh, specifically Trader Joe's or Target. Uh, we can do everything else w- is within walking distance. Any restaurant we like to go to, mm-hmm. we can walk to. We can shop at – there's a a metro market and a Whole Foods that's near us. We go to Whole Foods occasionally to get stuff. Um, but we are so used to the uh, just walking everywhere. Yeah. That it's more so that's what we're giving up.
1: Yeah, you, you give up the walk life. When you're close to downtown, no one. We're away the from car downtown. Life. Well, when you, when you're in an area like that, though, it's, that's dense. You you give that up a little bit when you move somewhere more like the suburbs.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's just a trade off you have to make.
0: Yeah, dude, it's difficult because like we're looking at. So we found an area that we like. Um, it's towards kind of like a. It's called Bayview. Um, we it's known here as like where hipsters go when they get over twenty five. Okay. Like where hipsters go to retire. Um, it's a cute yeah. little area. It's got a lot of like local mom and pop shops. A lot of great stuff there. Some like great restaurants and stuff. Um, and it's it's getting busier and bigger, which is great for like the local businesses there. And there's a little area there that we like. Um, but then we'll also see things in like the North shore area from where we live, where it's super quiet, bunch of nature around, you know, go for trails, go for stuff like that. But then there's nothing else around. Like there's a a mall nearby, but I'm not a giant mall person. I'm sure that's a shocker to hear. (laughs) Um, like, as you know, like I don't drink alcohol really anymore. So I don't go to the bars. Um, Or anything like that it's mainly like a restaurants and walking like the nature aspect i feel like is really beneficial because we do like to go out and do that stuff a lot so yeah we we lose the convenience of everything but we
1: gain a new convenience so so i'm in the middle of moving right now out of your apartment out of my apartment well yes i gave my 60 day notice
0: Uh, didn't you just sign that lease like not that long ago
1: i've been in this place for a year
0: no shit Fuck it's been me. A fucked
1: you. Yeah. Uh, I suppose
0: twenty twenty's been a blink.
1: <laughs> but my the reason I say that is that I had this uh, a similar conversation that we're having, I had it with my dad. Yeah. And and the the point was like, okay. I was like, do I want to live five minutes from my office or do I want to live five minutes from the bars? And I was like, okay, five days a week, I'm going to the office or I'm going up and driving that way, right? Right. So I'm doing five days a week. There's really only one and a half days a week where I care about the other stuff. So it makes sense to be closer to work and closer to all that stuff because the majority of my time, that's what I care about.
0: I would say your situation's. Is, is very similar, but also a little bit different because you, correct me if I'm wrong, but you travel a lot for work. So how often do you actually go to the office?
1: So I go to the office two days a week. Okay. But the point of being close to the office is, is that that direction is the direction I have to drive for travel to. So it okay. puts me 20 minutes closer to my my clients. Right. Which is just... Not really, like a financial thing. That's just like a a, convenience time saver, a convenience quality of life thing. Yeah, actually, would hurt me financially (laughs) because I get paid for per mile. Paid by the mile,
0: so it might be beneficial to not live as close. Yeah, maybe,
1: but just for a quality of life, like I could go let my dog out those two days a week. Yeah, and spend more time with her during the the lunch hour, right? Get get ten minutes of my day back. I mean, that's true. That's an hour, roughly
0: an hour a week. Yeah. Of time that you get back. Yeah.
1: So. But then, to, how, much,
0: how much would it cost you to go to the bars if you Uber?
1: Sure. That would be like. I did the math. It's like 20 bucks. Right? 20 bucks. Like there, 20 bucks
0: different. Oh, so
1: 40. Yeah. It's like. Well, it's like. Yeah. It's not that drastic of a difference so i mean you're
0: looking at like 120 bucks a month total for ubering figure 40 a weekend sure um, yeah or if it's 20 there and 20 back that's 80 a weekend
1: if i do it two days a week
0: well i figure friday saturday worst case scenario yeah 80 bucks a weekend it's 360 a month
1: right or so,
0: 20 a month yeah 320
1: There's your ROI. Yeah, it's but but it doesn't come down always to a financial decision. You can try to put numbers behind it, but there's always a quality of life or something. No,
0: absolutely. I just the way that I would look at it would be, I mean, I would live as close as I could as possible, um, because I, fun fact, as of recently, so I haven't driven in six years. Right, like six or seven years, and I got well, like my license is good. I just didn't have a car, so I got added to my girlfriend's insurance. So I have I have terrible anxiety about driving now. So for me, your decision would be closest thing to work possible, eliminate that that need to drive. Um, but dude, I I used to never have this fear of driving or being behind the wheel of a vehicle, and now I have like terrible anxiety about it. And I think it's because her vehicle is larger than what I've ever previously driven. And it's been so long because um, I'm used to like I have like a Honda Civic and a Honda Prelude and like a Nissan Altima uh, were like vehicles that I had driven for seven years. That's primarily like what I was driving. Yeah. And now it's a Hyundai Tucson, which isn't large or like giant, but it's much larger than anything I've driven before. It's got a a bunch of safety features on it. It's like I know if I'm going over the line, which is good. If I'm parking, it's got cameras front, back, and around so I can see everything. (laughs) But, man, I feel like a kid about to hop on the freeway again for the first time. It is terrifying.
1: I get that, too, sometimes. Even after, like, a weekend, right? So I'll just have, like, a weekend where I'm not, like, driving a whole lot. Maybe somebody else is driving me or I'm just staying home. And then maybe it's like Sunday night. It'll be nine o'clock and I go get some T-Bell. And it's like, oh, I haven't been in the car in a while. This feels weird. So, I yeah, can imagine, man,
0: times out by six years. It is. uh I, I went driving in it last weekend for like maybe, maybe total a mile through one of the suburbs. So I, I wasn't mentally i wasn't prepared enough to go on the busy streets just yet um who'd have thought i'm 29 and previously did 185 on the freeway in a nissan 350z at 2 o'clock in the morning 10 years ago just driving cars like a fucking paul walker on a fast and the furious Oof. Um, to Best now piece. i'm going over 25 and i'm like having an anxiety <laughs> attack like, I took the first turn and it was real sharp. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. I'm going to fucking die behind the wheel. I
1: think you're fine, man. Yeah, I know I'm fine. I think you're fine, man. I know I'll
0: be fine. It's just I got to get over that hump of, like, doing it. Yeah. So I know at first I'll probably avoid the freeway as much as possible. And the job that I took is not near my house. Oops. Uh, so I'm going to have to drive. It's a good thing actually though cuz now I'm I'm going to have to get over it. I'm going to have to get used to driving again and just fucking do it. But man, I am fighting that fucking urge. <laughs> man, I'm I'm happy for you though. It'll be good. Yeah, I mean it'll be nice. I used to love driving at night was very therapeutic for me. Um, if I was ever, like, stressed or upset or, like, restless, um, mm-hmm. I would I'd would hop in my car. That's when I had my Honda Prelude. And just go for, like, a 45-minute drive at night. Just turn on, like, some lounge house music or anything and just... It was, like, calming. Like, it centered me, which is, like, therapeutic for me in a way. Yeah. Uh, it just cracks me up who I can go from that being arguably one of the most relaxating relaxing things that i can do to my heart rate is spiking when i know i have to get behind <laughs> the wheel it's just crazy how like time will play such a difference on how you feel about something if you ask me four years ago i'd be like there's no way i'll get behind the wheel of a car right now if you ask me now i'm like uh i got a headache i can't focus just trying to make up reasons not to do it i'm hoping to get back to that therapeutic stage
1: I think, I think it'll take some time. Like oh, the yeah. The song from Jake and Josh.
0: It's going to take some time to realize. Yeah. Speaking of that song, that might be... Our, okay, A, that was written by Drake Bell when he was a kid. So, yeah. incredible props to him. He also has a real good song called Fuego Lento. If you haven't listened to it. Fuego? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, str- I'll link it to you after this. It's phenomenal. But that song surprisingly good for a, like an original score for a television show
1: yeah like what actually alone, kind of a bop a
0: nickelodeon show I got, i'm trying to think of like other shows that had that same that just gets you jazzed up when it came on uh spongebob arguably another great one
1: fairly odd parents was pretty good
0: fairly odd parents is pretty good doug Sweet uh pokemon Sweet life is zach
1: and cody Pokemon?
0: I don't know the Sweet Live Zach and Cody one, but I just watched his videos on Facebook. It was the guy who sang the Pokemon theme song. And it was a recording of him doing it. The song is phenomenal. It's absolutely fantastic.
1: Do you think Post Malone
0: botched it? Did Post Malone sing it? Pretty sure it was Posty. When did Post Malone sing the Pokemon theme song?
1: Let me double check that. Post Malone
0: Pokey. Yep. Oh, what? But no, I would have faith in him. He did a a bunch of country covers on Matthew McConaughey's YouTube channel. I believe it was like some charity for Texas or something. I could be mistaken on the the reason that he had done it. And as you know, I'm not a, a fan of country music. However every song that he sang was phenomenal and he's covered like Nirvana and stuff. Post Malone makes some damn good music outside of rap. He's got some talent. He's incredibly talented. I wish he would branch out more because I'm not a big fan of rap music. I like it. Just I'm very particular with it, but everything he's done outside of it is just
1: incredible. Okay, I just, sorry, I don't mean to, like, interrupt. I no, just checked what I was thinking he did. So his cover of Hootie and the Blowfish's Only Want to Be With You, that was for the Pokemon 25th anniversary. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. So that's gotcha. where my wires got crossed.
0: Uh, we were talking about the Pokemon song, and then I was talking about how a guy sung it, and you were thinking of Pokemon song recently. 25th anniversary, Post Malone. Makes sense how you got there. Yeah. In some ways. Instead of the 7 Degrees of Kevin Bacon, it's the 7 Degrees of Post Malone.
1: Yeah. Posty.
0: Um, speaking of rappers who I think have done a better job in other genres, uh, MGK's or Machine Gun Kelly's recent, I don't say transition, into like punk rock or pop punk or whatever the fucking genre that he's in. Mm-hmm. But his newest album, The Tickets to My Downfall, all of the songs on there are phenomenal. Really? Yeah. I think if he like just toggled between like albums like this is a rap one, this is like a punk rock one, um, it'd be fantastic. you, you might be a little young, so I don't know if you remember it, but like early two thousands or like mid two thousands before the twenty tens type of like, punky, emo-esque music. Um, trying to think of, of some names here. Like, I don't want to say all-time low, but like Fall Out Boy or um, what's that metro, metro station, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of a lot. It's huh. very good. Minus the song he did with Corpse Husband. I'm not a big fan of that. But...
1: I'm just not an MGK fan. I might get some flack for that.
0: I mean, I think it's fine not to enjoy artists. I don't think if anybody got mad at you about that, I think that'd be dumb.
1: Oh, like uh, Beyonce's not even that good.
0: No, I think... Dude, don't even get me started on that. One of my favorite things to do with Beyonce fans, like I know personally, like I'm willing to die on this hill for, is I will say that uh, Justin Timberlake, in my opinion did a better job of breaking away from his former group than Beyonce did. Oof. Think about Destiny Child was big, right? Yeah. InSync was fucking global. They were like them and Backstreet Boys were like the boy bands of that time. They were fucking everywhere. And everything he's done after that, I don't I haven't listened to his recent stuff, but like the Future Sex Love Sounds album. Arguably a masterpiece. It's just him and Timbaland on something is incredible.
1: I mean, he's got some good shit. And
0: like, yeah, I, I assume Beyonce's got some good stuff. She has some songs that I know that I like, like the Crazy in Love song with Jay-Z. Really, that might be the only Beyonce song that I like. But given I'm a 20-year-old guy, 29-year-old guy, I'm not really listening to Beyonce in my spare it's, time.
1: It's not for us.
0: It just doesn't fit my lifestyle. But also, she's not even that good. I mean, she's definitely good. I don't think anybody can be that popular and not be good in some aspect. I think Rihanna's better. Have you listened to Taylor's new stuff? Absolutely not. Oh. She has one song that I absolutely love.
1: Teardrops on my guitar.
0: I don't know the name of it, but it's the, uh, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Oh, so good. But that's, that's the extent of my, my T swift knowledge.
1: So you don't like uh, Romeo and Juliet? Couldn't tell you. Or the, I think it's called love story. we uh, You're missing out, man. That's some good shit. That's I don't, good but bar I, our music. See, but I don't go to the bar. What? You would go to the bar if
0: you knew all the Taylor Swift songs. I don't not go to the bars because I don't know the music. I don't go to the bars because I don't want to be hung over.
1: But if you went to the bars and you knew the music and you were singing it with the people, you would go a lot more.
0: No, because I would just be hung over more often, and that's the reason why I don't go.
1: Let me tell we've you had,
0: we've had this discussion. When I drink I don't stop my only solution is just to not do it
1: yeah same but here i am well
0: you're a wisconsin native so of course that's the same thing for you it's in my blood it really is i'm irish german you can't stop me dude speaking of irish i'm not i don't believe that i'm german so growing up Raised with my grandparents, um, we were always we're Irish and we're proud, like to the death of us. To the point where my favorite color was orange as a kid, and I got oh, yelled geez. at because it was the color of the Protestants. <laughs> because oh, okay. my family was so like, like just hardcore. Rome, my grandfather, hardcore Roman Catholic, and like we're Irish and we're proud. My sister did a, a ancestry, no, a twenty three and me thing. Okay, turns out we're like primarily Scottish. Just not even Irish. Uh, Yeah, so it's like Scottish and Ukrainian are the big two for me. Well, for her, we're half brother and sister, so half her DNA is going to be different than mine. But it was a a fun fact to find out. Like Irish wasn't even in the top ten.
1: That's going to hurt.
0: So there's no way that we're, as he quotes it, purebred Irish. It's not going (laughs) to happen.
1: That's how you know it's real. Well,
0: I don't like Guinness, so I kind oh. of always figured I wasn't that Irish.
1: Oh, that's not okay.
0: Dude, it's just, it's too thick.
1: Do you, do you hate good things?
0: Primarily, yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do is just shit on good things.
1: Yeah, no, that follows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty, pretty on brand for me.
1: I went on a, like a, after trying Guinness for the first time, I went on a, like, stout and porter bender. Like, that's all I would drink. I went to this uh, bar on campus. I'd go, like, three or four days a week and just try whatever new porter or stout they had that day.
0: Are, so, are Irish car bombs made with Guinness? You Used yes. to be a bartender, so I'm asking.
1: Yes, it's okay. Guinness and Bailey's. You drop the Bailey's in the Guinness, and you have to finish it before the cream curdles.
0: Okay. Well, a that's just fucking disgusting. That curdles. Uh, B, I ask because I know that when I would be when I was younger, like 24, 25, I'd go to the bars. Um, <laughs> that's the face. That's just how old you are now. Um, I would get drunk and I would order Irish car bombs.
1: Yeah, they're good.
0: Um, like, drunk me loves dairy. I would go to this Philly cheesesteak place, get a cheesesteak with all of their cheese on it. Ooh. Sober me hates dairy. Hates oh. cheese. So it's like there's literally two versions of me. There's me, who the Wisconsin boy who doesn't like dairy, doesn't like Guinness, Sauerkraut, onions, mushrooms—that
1: shit. <laughs> and then there is
0: drunk me who like lives for it. Yeah, I don't understand.
1: That's very sad. Me and my drunk self are kind of on the same page of that kind of thing, so it stinks, man. Yeah, I
0: my, I, it. dude, my friends would tell me like, "Yeah, man, you had like a like a Philly cheesesteak last night." I am like, "No, I didn't, dude. I don't eat cheese." And they show me a video of it, me just scarfing this thing down. It's like, Jesus. I think if
1: anything, drunk me loves food more, and that might be it.
0: I think every drunk person likes food more. I think that's one of the like side effects of being hammered is that food just tastes delicious. That's why Taco Bell is so popular after like 11. It's like the number oh one God. late night food spot. Because what's better when you're drunk than the world's shittiest fucking fast food tacos?
1: For a dollar? Maybe. Well, first of all, they're like a buck 30, buck 50 now. It's ridiculous. For soft Uh, shells? Yup.
0: Dude, my fat ass used to go there with $5 and get like, it was just years ago. And it was like 10 bucks. And I'd have like nine fucking soft shell tacos.
1: It's so dumb that I can spend more at Taco Bell and McDonald's these days. For less food than I get at Chipotle, so I just stopped going to fast food.
0: Chipotle like, slaps too.
1: Dude, I had Chipotle today. I had a so I'm keto again.
0: Oh yeah, uh, that's right. You were mentioning that. When did yeah. you when did you start?
1: Uh, Saturday.
0: Okay, so you should hit uh, what ketosis pretty soon here then. Hey.
1: Yeah, and I. I've already lost, like, five pounds in, like, three days. So it's pretty lit.
0: So now when you do keto, because I know a lot of people who do it, they, they'll they go extreme, no carb, but then they just don't care how many calories they eat. Do you still calorie count while you're doing it?
1: Um, I don't count calories, and the way that I do it is I just eat until I'm full with one meal. I only have one meal. And I... And, so and I work keto. out. I'm OMAD Keto and I work out. So I'm almost always calorie deficient.
0: Okay. Because, yeah, I...
1: Or calorie deficit, not deficient, I guess.
0: My diet, it's like a... I call it like amateur keto. Okay. Um. So I intermittent fast. I typically don't eat between or before noon and like after 7 p.m. Typically, most days are... That's it. Um, Every day for breakfast is typically the same thing. I'll have two or three scrambled eggs and some sort of meat on the side, turkey, bacon, bacon, breakfast sausage with like iced black coffee because I fucking love iced coffee and like water or LaCroix. I also stopped drinking calories, which has been incredibly beneficial for me. But then I don't eat until dinner, so I'm like unintentionally up until like 630, I'll probably have a total of like 900 calories. And then yeah. I'll be like, oh, shit, I need to eat something. And at this point, I haven't any carbs. So I, I do eat carbs. I try and limit it to like 50. Um, but I'll eat like two donuts. And the donuts we get are 250 calories a piece. So I'll eat like two donuts, 500 calories. Total is like 50 carbs. And then that way I can still fill my urge for the, the carb because I'll – It's not like crashing, but if I don't eat carbs, like I have very bad self-control with it. So if I don't Mm -hmm. eat carbs, I'll just binge it. So Monday through Friday, I eat typically no more than 50 carbs. And then one meal, either Saturday or Sunday, I'll eat just whatever the hell I want for a meal, like a gyro, I'll eat the pita, fries, Mm. you know, everything with that. Sounds good. But I try and stay at a calorie deficiency, which for me has been more beneficial than like a strict diet. Because then I can still eat the things that I enjoy and not feel like I'm punishing myself. Okay. Just don't eat as much of it. And I drink water like it's going out of fucking style.
1: Yeah, dude. Water is great. I like water.
0: Water and LaCroix. LaCroix is my soda.
1: What kind of LaCroix do you like? Because I've tried a couple and I cannot get behind most of the ones that I've had. So, I have to drink, like, a like an off-brand. Bubbly was, like, the closest on-brand that I could get. And Bubbly's I pretty like good. The, I like the Kroger brand lemon limes. Those are not too bad. Do you, but, you like...
0: So, are you a big soda drinker?
1: I... um, I would say I'm a big one. I do drink soda. But every so, time I drink soda, I only get diet. Because the regular is too sweet for me.
0: Well... Fuck aspartame, first of all. So,
1: I kinda, love hurting myself. Can throw I that do keto.
0: Uh, If you, I would just get the Zevia for soda, it's zero calorie soda. It's like all natural shit. It's surprisingly pretty good if you get the following three flavors: uh, ginger ale, their cherry cola, and their ginger root beer. Phenomenal. Um, and like their cola is clear; they don't add any coloring to it or anything like that which is weird the first couple of times you drink it because it doesn't make sense. Like clear Pepsi. Just yeah. The fuck is going on. Hmm. Um, but as far as the croix flavors go, I, i say I'm pretty selective on them myself as well. Uh, hibiscus is my favorite, which I didn't think that I was going to enjoy prior to drinking it. Uh, so hibiscus, the cran raz is pretty decent. And then this one here is a, a black raspberry which is pretty good. Um, those are the three that I'll lean to. The lime isn't bad. It's not great. It tastes a little, like, artificial in my mind to me. But hibiscus is the best.
1: That crane rise is actually one that I've had in the lime, and I was not a fan of either.
0: That's so. fair. I, I did not like LaCroix for the first, like, 10 that I had. Okay. I had to like push myself through it to enjoy it. And now I absolutely love them because if I want something sweet with dinner, I'll just grab a LaCroix. It's like Hmm. watered down Sprite.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: But weirdly carbonated.
1: So kind of circling back to that Zevia. Zivia, I it up. yeah, yeah. Zivia, sorry. Yeah. Um, no, I looked it up. Have you bought this before?
0: Uh, only in individual cans.
1: With your own money.
0: Well, I didn't use your money. <laughs> they
1: Like, they're like a buck a can. That's expensive. Yeah. Uh, That's big expensive. Is it though? Yeah. I go to Sam's Club. I can get a pallet of Diet Dew for like 10 bucks.
0: First of all, stop buying pallets of Diet Dew.
1: Never, dude. I gotta throw that in with my G Fuel. It's It's gonna fuck your
0: teeth up. You do not drink Mountain Dew and G Fuel together.
1: Yeah.
0: That's atrocious. Have you ever done it?
1: No. Your heart rate, out of control. You drink Diet Dew.
0: Try it. She's going to ruin your teeth. And trust me, no. as someone who didn't go to the dentist for 12 years, dude, I got a cleaning today yeah. for the first time. A, the confidence level that I had going into that with my teeth, because I'm real self conscious about my teeth, yeah, um, was my confidence level was like an all time low. I knew they were fucked. I thought my teeth were in terrible, terrible condition. I went in for the deep cleaning. It took him an hour and 45 minutes to clean my teeth. Um, But afterwards, like every dark spot that I thought like was a rot or something like that was gone. It was just plaque buildup. Um, So I had terrible dentist anxiety. When I was younger, I had a tooth pulled and they didn't numb me enough and I felt the entire thing. Yeah. So then since then, I was like, I'm just (laughs) going to deal with it. Then, as you know, I had the infected tooth like two months ago had to get a root canal was that okay. kind of just spurred me and getting all this dental work done uh but i couldn't floss between my teeth because i had such bad plaque buildup in the back oh. and like now bro whew, it is just feel good my teeth feel longer which is weird but it's because there's less buildup on there they mm-hmm. are noticeably whiter they look exponentially healthier it hurt like a bitch when she was doing it. But
1: it, but it hurt just, so good.
0: I did. I mean, yeah, it was a good hurt. But like, I could see myself in the reflection of that light they have above your head. And dude, every gum was just like pouring blood.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, that GTA scene.
0: Yeah. So now I. That's that's a callback. Doing the yeah to our GTA combo. Uh. I'm flossing now. I used a water pick. Oh. So, well, I used that prior because I couldn't get in between my teeth. Oh.
1: Uh, yeah, my dentist friends swear by those. Water picks? hmm. They love it. Them. Yeah, it's
0: incredible. So, I still have to floss regularly to get like the chunks that are in between, like the back parts of my teeth and stuff. Oh, which is fine. She's like, because you had such, so much work done that needed. So I'm four appointments in, I have four more left. Not for cleaning, but just dental work in general. Okay. Um, she's like, yeah, don't eat seeds for a little while, because we just cleaned up all this extra space in your mouth from, like, all the plaque buildup. She's like, we need your gums to heal a little bit before shit gets stuck in there. So, it's wild, man. Just how bad shit can get when you think you're taking care of it. Like I still brushed every day, twice a day, was on top of it, just didn't, didn't floss or use mouthwash frequently enough and it was just downhill.
1: It's, it's boys taking care of themselves 2021 because I went to the doctor for the first time in four years last week. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I got an old man to grow up my balls, um, dude. I hate the
0: de- the doctor for that reason. Why? Real? Why is their office always cold? I
1: don't why? know. Why can't it be ninety? Yeah.
0: Why can't it be ninety when I go in? Ninety and humid. Let me feel good about myself. Okay. So that's That'd sixty-eight, be all sweaty, bro.
1: But yeah. He's like, so do you check yourself regularly? I was like, yeah, probably once a week in the shower. You know, I check for lumps. I I'm very familiar with my own body. He's like cool. So drop trial. I was like, uh-huh. all right.
0: I remember the first time when I learned about like checking yourself for testicular cancer. I wasn't aware that one of your testicles had like the the shit on there for like where your sp- where your sperm comes from and your semen comes from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when I felt, I was like, I'm gonna die. This is testicular cancer. I am fucked. Then I went to the doctor. He was like, nah, dude, you're normal. Like, you just have that. I was like, oh. Okay, to be fair, I wasn't, like, copying my balls previously to this. Being like, wonder what that is. I was, like, a senior in high school. It was really embarrassing.
1: That's, yeah. I mean, you should have been touching yourself more in high school, I guess. It's, it's, not, a matter, it's not a matter of
0: touching yourself. <laughs> it's a matter of doing a testicular cancer exam on your balls when you're 17. At that point, if your hand's down there, you're not reaching for that.
1: Speak for yourself, man.
0: Yeah, that's what does it for you. The old cup, turn left and cough.
1: Hey, whatever
0: it takes. You should join the military. You'll love it.
1: Bi-weekly? I'm in. Let's go be a weekend warrior. No, thanks. I've seen enough lives get ruined by that. Oof heavy heavy Ah. shit Ah. don't get deployed kids
0: Uh, well I for one am a proud supporter of our military thank you
1: Uh, support the troops I think I
0: mean after all we pay for one of our friends to to get stuff then he rubs it in our face all the time how he gets up god I fucking envy his life so much I paid for my
1: friend to go on vacation to the middle east and just hang out and get buff for five months so that was pretty cool
0: he was there for five months yeah i feel like deployments would be longer than that
1: not if you're a weekend warrior
0: oh so reservists get delayed or not delayed uh shortened deployments
1: yeah because they have huh. to go to school oh
0: no shit i wouldn't have guessed that
1: yeah they don't The have more to do you know pretty crazy how little they have to do the more you know there's a guy in my office that just got his second deployment and the way that our office works is that uh, if he has to do military service and it's less than a week that they will pay that he gets paid time off without taking from his like vacation and personal days he just gets free time off from work So he has his weekend warrior shit, right? Yeah. He has to do his weekend warrior. Well, he just elects to do it on Thursdays and Fridays, and he gets fucking free vacation. First of
0: all, that man is is playing the system, and he is winning. Oh, yeah. That man has got a full house in his hand playing poker right now. Mm -hmm. Props to him. That's some next-level moves. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good idea, dude. <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, so I just have to pretty much go twi- like two days a month, sometimes three. And uh, if I do that for f- like five more years, then I get to retire and make uh, X amount of money just on that. And I can pretty much just slack off here for the benefits and it'll be great. That
0: man's got it figured out.
1: He's got his shit on lock. block. Good for him. Yeah. I support our troops.
0: 100%. That's Weekend I support warriors. those troops. God bless them. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Outer Hours Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback on our episodes, please feel free to reach out to us over on Twitter at Outer Hours or
1: Instagram at Outer.Hours.